Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. It is Dom time. We have Dom's Money Melanie for a $50 gift card. Metro Diner, big prize uh, coming up. And in a moment, we have uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, who in addition to a new book has been critical of President Obama and the uh, moral relevancy. I wouldn't even say it's uh, equal. I would say it's leaning toward the Palestinian Hamas side, which to me should not be surprising about Obama overall during his tenure, etc. But I know that uh, Alan Dershowitz uh, pretty worked up about it. He's uh, scheduled to be with us here. Uh, momentarily. I mentioned Amazon trying to get out of it now. Representative Richard McCormick, Republican Georgia, uh, says that uh, this idea that river to the sea is about coexistence is ludicrous and that Amazon should not be selling merchandise With this uh, phraseology, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Big, big sales around that whole thing. Now, they can sell it. It's America. I support the right to do that. But if they're selling it, they got to be put into the camp of the anti-Semites. That's exactly what it means. How in the world can we spin that? Joining us is uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, the author of the brand new book, as I said, War Against the Jews, How to End Hamas's Barbarism. He joins us here in Philadelphia. Professor, uh, welcome in. Before we talk about the book, I just uh, talked about this Amazon uh, commentary. Tlaib and others trying to spin from the river to the sea to mean something about coexistence. Oh, right. Yeah. Free. (laughs) Palestine will be free of Jews and free of Israelis. That's what it means. That's what it's always meant. That's what it was intended to mean. And anybody who tries to turn it around, you know, it's like the other sign that they now have. Make America clean again, clean. (laughs) And they show a star of David being thrown in a garbage pail. Clean of Jews. Uh, You know, the Nazis had two phrases. One, Judenfrei, free of Jews, and the other clean, that Jews were dirty and they were vermin, and therefore you had to clean the world of the Jews, and, and you had to free Europe of the Jews, and, and Europe should be Judenfrei, free of Jews. Don't these people know history? That's what these phrases mean. Well, without a doubt, you know, when you say, for example, Tlaib or somebody like that says defund the police— I know exactly what that means. And when they say this, you cannot just uh, change something like this. This is sacred ground. We all know exactly where you're going with it. So, Professor, in your book, what's the the critical thesis now on how to turn this around? What do you say? Well, the critical thesis is that it's not going to be turned around. It's going to happen again and again and again. We're going to see wash, rinse, and repeat. Hamas has this plan. It works brilliantly. It requires for it to work CNN and the United Nations, but it's a brilliant plan. 
you kill as many Jewish civilians as you can, and you challenge Israel to respond, and you hide your rockets and your killers and your tunnels among civilians. You provoke Israel. Israel has to respond. Um, they kill some civilians, of course, because you put them there as human shields. And then you parade the babies in front of CNN and other television cameras in Al Jazeera. The world condemns Israel, and you win. You win, because the world condemns Israel. They have to have a ceasefire. And, as I said, Michael Finnegan, begin again, begin again. We'll just do it again and again and again. And that's been the Hamas plan. That's the thesis of my book. And it will work unless we break the cycle and finally do three things. And that's what I say in the book. Three things have to be done. Number one, Hamas has to be destroyed. Number two, Iran's nuclear capacity has to be destroyed. And number three, Saudi Arabia has to get back to the bargaining table and start to make peace with Israel so that it sends a message to Iran, this won't work. We're going to make peace with Israel and it won't work. So those are the three things that have Well, and, and I like the order that you put them in, because if Iran, though, has nuclear capacity or it looks like they're pretty close to it, Saudi Arabia is scared to death. They're not going to make peace Correct. with Israel. That's, the, yeah, that's why Iran is the, the critical point here. And the only reason that the Saudis ever wanted to make peace with Israel is because Israel is a strong country, technologically, militarily, economically, and... Uh, If it is weakened uh, by Hamas, then the Saudis are going to be less interesting. They're going to go with the stronger party, which would be Iran. And that's why Israel has to be strengthened. Iran has to be weakened. Hamas has to be destroyed. And then there'll be a basis for a two-state solution. Once Iran and Hamas are out of the picture, it's possible that the Palestinian Authority and Israel could work out a two-state solution. It's possible. It's not possible under the current circumstance with Hamas and Iran. Oh, without a doubt. So, uh, Professor, uh, let me see. We have you here now. You have been um, critical of President Obama in this. Give, give oh, us, yeah. it, do you feel it's out of character? I feel this is in character with uh, Obama uh, toward Israel over the course of time, or do you think this is a change? I think he's lifted his disguise since he left the presidency. He doesn't have to be elected again. I mean, basically, his attitude toward Israel shifted as soon as he won the second term. I mean, I have a personal stake in this because he called me to the Oval Office and he tried to persuade me to campaign for him and to support him strongly for his second term. And he told me he had Israel's back. And he said, Alan, you've known me a long time. I knew him as a student. Uh, I would never deceive you or lie to you. And so he got elected. And then he changed everything. Once he didn't have to be reelected, his true attitudes mm-hmm. toward Israel came out. And but, but let, let me ask you, a guy, though, that I, I really am honored, you come on the show frequently, et cetera, and I see as the ability to cut through the argument and see this. Well, what do you think? You're in the Oval Office with him. Don't you know deep down, you know, where he's ultimately going to go? Do you kid yourself and say, I got to take a shot here because of your belief in them on other things? You know, I think about that often. Was I fooled? You know, I'm a, a pretty experienced lawyer. I don't get fooled easily. Yeah. Maybe I wanted to get fooled. I don't know. Uh, look, I love my wife. My wife is a, a liberal Democrat. Uh, she loved Obama. Um, you know, voted for him enthusiastically. I voted for him the first time enthusiastically, the second time less. I, I'm sure I wanted to feel that he was doing the right thing. In retrospect, I was fooled. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, it won't happen, believe me. Well, let me ask, where do you think that comes from with President Obama, though? Is it just personal, his personal view? Or is there a kind of a, um, you know, on the left, whatever we want to call President Obama's politics, is it just come from that? Is there any, what is this antagonism toward Israel, because I have no understanding of it. You know, just in my experience growing up in South Philly and my trip to Israel, I get it clearly. It's, it, you don't have to be a genius to see this. Yeah, you know, I think he comes from a hard left perspective. He had friends who were in the weathermen. Uh, he listened to this anti-Semitic preacher for years and years and years and married him. 
So there was always a part of him that had this strong antagonism towards things Israeli and probably even Jewish. But he is a good politician, and he needed Jewish support, financial, uh, you know, political. And he, you know, he's not an anti-Semite. I mean, some of his closest advisors are Jews. But I think he's part of this kind of anti-colonialist settler, left-wing progressive BS. And uh, that seeps in. And when he has no constraints, electoral constraints, that goes to the top. Yeah, this colonial uh, stuff, I mean, I vaguely heard about it. I thought it was just some in-the-weed stuff. But, boy, it seems to be, oh, Professor, so, much more prominent than, we, than I had imagined. So ridiculous. You think about the people who went to Israel. They were the most anti-colonial people around. I mean, Menachem Begin blew up the King David Hotel to complain against British colonialism. Israel fought against colonialism. The people who came from Russia didn't come on behalf of Russia. They came to escape from Russia, from Ukraine, from Poland, from all of those places. You want to complain about a colonial settler state? Complain again about New Zealand, uh, you know, settled at about the same time Israel was settled by people who never had any connection to the land, totally ethnically cleansed the land of Maori mm-hmm. natives. And now they're happily there complaining about Israel and calling them a colonialist regime. It's such hypocrisy. Uh, speaking of that now, where are you now? What's on just the top of your mind? I'm always interested with the Trump uh, fraud case. And you've written the other book still out there, Get Trump, yeah. of course. The title, exactly, that's what this is about. The fraud case and the other four, what do you see playing out here at this point? He loses uh, the trials, Mm -hmm. uh, probably all of them. Maybe not the Florida one, but I think he'll lose all of them. Some some of them will be reversed on appeal, but it'll be after the election. So the goal of the Get Trump people has been to get down and dirty convictions as soon as possible before the election, try to influence moderate voters against him, and then not care that the case is reversed on appeal. Yeah, it seems that's uh, definitely where we're going. Well, congratulations on the current book, War Against the Jews. Get Trump still out there. Thank you, Professor. Thanks, as always, for joining us in Philadelphia. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Alan Dershowitz here on Talk Radio 1210, 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. All right. uh, You heard what he said about President Obama. Look, uh, you know, if you're a liberal guy like Dershowitz, et cetera, and he mentioned the influence of his wife, a uh, historic figure like Barack Obama brings you into the Oval Office and all, but it's, isn't it obvious over the course of time of what Obama is about, what the history is there, and where this is going, and where the Democrat Party is on Israel? They're barely there, if at all. And they're scared to death of losing the state of Michigan, Dearborn, Michigan, Detroit. How do you think Tlaib is in the Congress? That would be the most ironic thing of all. Joe Biden trying to pull away from Israel after the initial we have your back and still losing Michigan because those voters won't come out and vote uh, over all this. Fitting punishment. All right, let's go to uh, Bruce in the Northeast on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Bruce, welcome in. Hey, Don, how you doing? By the way, uh, I, you know, I understand Henry's young, but I just... He'd never heard of Chuck Connors and the Rifleman, I mean. Yeah, Henry, it's speak just, up for yourself. Never heard the term the Rifleman. It's a cultural icon. Yeah, no, I've never, never heard Lucas of Lucas McCoy. Lucas, yeah, yeah Lucas McCain. Yeah, McCain. Yeah. Now, Henry, have you ever, who is Brian Wilson, Henry? Like ACDC or? <laughs> yeah. No, Brian Wilson. Uh, that's the Beach Boys. I, yes. That's, oh. Going over. And now, Henry, one more question. Name the four. Name the members of the Beatles. <laughs> okay, uh, Paul, John, uh, Ringo, and George. There you, there go. There you go. All right. He's, yeah, there is. There he, is hope. He's learning. Okay. I got. I got he's, some bags. You know. Okay. I got something in my bag. Yeah. Too, so. There you go. But, but, uh, I want to answer the question today, Dom. Here's. I was at the final game at Connie Mack Stadium. Wow. And it's just something you would never, you, you can never recreate or experience in your life. It was just. I'm sure you've heard of what happened. Yeah, that did night. they give bats away that night? 
They didn't give bats away. They gave you a certificate as you entered, like as a souvenir. Okay. And uh, it, it started out as a regular game, and then around the fifth or sixth inning, I started hearing these clanging, banging noises, and, and they were starting to literally tear the stadium apart. Oh, yeah. Apart. Tearing and the seats. There are benches all over the place from Connie Mack Stadium. Yeah. And uh, I, I got the ultimate, one of the ultimate souvenirs uh, myself. But um, What was it? To, well, I'm going to save that answer for when you have that as a question of the day. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Bruce. You're cunning on that. But right now, Jim Kelly, it is time for... It's Dobbs Money Melody. Where has all the money gone? All right, today we're playing for a $50 Metro Diner card. Henry, what are we looking for? All right, so keeping with today's anniversary of Daryl Dawkins breaking the backboard, we're going to keep it with basketball. So I'm going to play you a song, and you have to tell me which current NBA superstar sings this song, all right? All right, and this, I have the answer, and I cannot believe what I'm going to hear here. (laughs) I know. Go right ahead. All right. When we come through, they lose. My hope is ridiculous. Everything that we do is ridiculous. All the girls want to come and get lit with us. It's about to get ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know on this one with Dan. I, I'm telling you, we're going to have to we take a shot, but then we're going to have to give another clue yeah. is my prediction no, here. I, that's why I said superstar. It's one of the top yes. echelon players in the league right now. So Yes, but not known in the way that we're, you no. know, I mean, it's not a Joel Embiid or something like that. All right. Who is singing that? It is a sort of widely traveled NBA superstar. Yes, maligned by a lot of people. Well, well. I'm first in line. (laughs) 855-839-1210. You can get on board. Who is that? First one in with that. Uh, This is a uh, basketball-themed current NBA player performing a song for the film in which he played the titular character. That'll help. Yes. All right. Hit us with that. And you're going off to the Metro Diner with a $50 gift card. I still think it's going to be hard. I don't know. You and Dan are that's a tough too, one. too optimistic here. All right. 855-839-1210. It's Dom Money Melody. All right. Free speech lives here. But so does Dom's Money Melody. $50 Metro gift card. We gave you some clues. Let's hear it again. All right, let's go. I may be just wildly pessimistic on this. Let's see if Lance has this right out of the box in South Philly. Lance, who's the singer? It's a courier. All right, Lance. Did the uh, movie clue give that to you, or did you recognize it? No, you play 2K basketball. Ah, okay. Are you a fan of uh, Kyrie Irving? I used to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, also he, you know, sort of believes the world is flat. There's always that too. Yeah. He's a flat earther. He, does, he doesn't believe the world is round. He, yeah. doesn't, he, he doesn't believe it. Hey, it's tough to guard though. Even I have to admit that. Very tough. I'll put you on hold, Lance. Enjoy the diner. Great okay. stuff. All right, Henry, you have to be feeling pretty good here. You and Dan. Right out of the box oh, yeah. with this I, guy. Yeah. Even I was surprised at that. I, I was expecting a couple oh, yeah. callers to you know, say yeah. a different answer. But hey, right. first time's a charm. Yeah, I'm shocked. I really am. And uh, not a fan of that guy. And also, <laughs> Coach K at the Vaughn Duke Education. And he's got a guy there they were salivating over who says, yeah, the earth's flat. I don't like flying airplanes. You might go off. <laughs> Where are we going with that? I guess he's stayed within the edges, though. You know, as long as he stays in the United States, he's not going off the globe, probably. All right. (laughs) 855-839-1210. Kyrie Irving will do it again tomorrow for another big prize every day at around 213-214 is when we uh, jump into this. You heard Alan Dershowitz uh, making, uh, here's a little bit, and I, and I think this sounds okay here, Henry. It's not just the visual. Uh, Thunberg, Greta Thunberg, leading a rally, and it's in Holland, and she starts to talk about climate 
and how you can't have good climate on an occupied land. And some guy who I think was an official at the event tries to take away the microphone, and she's stronger than him. I don't know how. I, I don't even. I don't even think he was a, a like. I just think he was a regular civilian. Oh, rather. Oh, that's even better. And Greta tells him to calm down. Here's a little bit of how it sounded. We have not been listening. The people in power have not been listening. I have come here for a climate demonstration, not a political view. <laughs> Let's stop it there, guys. This is chewing. Uh, you know, we play you that how dare you often with uh, Greta Thunberg. It's chewing. She's still out there. It's chewing how out of control this no climate justice on occupied land. Combining both here. I'm sure Hamas would uh, maybe want to intervene uh, here if they ever met her. God, no climate justice on occupied land. 855-839-1210. That will get you on board. By the way, the Heritage Foundation, which I like a lot or almost all of what they do, is up to something that's uh, starting to make news today. And I think it bodes well for a second Trump turn, uh, term. What they're doing is they have started a database. They already have 4,000 people in it. And this is really drilling down. Now, often we talk about the deep state, and there is a deep state, but then there are people that are not as clandestine as the deep state, but they are in governments and they do whatever they want because of the bureaucracy and civil service. So what they're putting together is what they call Agenda 47, the government in waiting. They have a 920-page policy book from 400-plus contributors. It's a transition team. Here are some of the questions they asked. Do you agree with the following statements? Heritage Foundation. The UN should have authority over the citizens or public policies of sovereign nations. The U.S. has the right to select immigrants based upon country of origin. The education industry should be open to increase competition through vouchers or tax credits for private schools. Last one, life has a right to legal protection from conception to natural death. In other words, they get people to answer these. They're headhunting in advance. Now, the only difficulty is that, you know, we're in the stage of trying to win this as much as what will happen in the second Trump term. And this is a little bit jinxy, I think. but. This is the type of thing that was lacking in the first Trump turn. In other words, the idea of having people in all these positions who are relatively like-minded so they can't slow down or scuttle. So it doesn't have to be what I'm saying, people meeting in cabals and deep state this and that, as much as a lot of these people in government who feel they are insulated from just about anything due to civil service and the like, having people there is an art that can countermand them, can stop them from doing what they did in the first term. And let's face it, in the first term, Trump was new to this, was not necessarily drilling down to how all this works. How do you make it work? How do you build a wall? Very tough task. I'm surprised he got built what he did given the obstacles that are in front of you. So this is the situation. And uh, the Heritage Foundation is on to something. I guess they feel, though, that uh, they need to get this out there well in advance. It takes a lot of work to be. You can't throw this together a month or two before you take over office. That's not a good thing. I just worry about the jinx playing out here. Yeah, yeah. Where's that 920-page document? Well, they say it doesn't have to be Trump. It could be 
whatever Republican, when a Republican ultimately takes over again. Uh, By the way, another really interesting story today. Um, Thousands, I've seen some numbers, of people that came here from Venezuela and were taken from Texas or agreed to go to Chicago are headed back or want to go back to Venezuela. They are tired of life in Chicago, too hard. They actually prefer going back to Venezuela over Chicago. Wow. Yes, that is pretty wild stuff. Well, you know what's happening? It's that these big blue cities or sanctuary cities, they are not embracing this, particularly in many neighborhoods. So uh, the, the Brandon guy, the mayor in Chicago, who's probably as far left as anybody humanly could be, he's having trouble uh, doing stuff publicly around that housing and everything else, Henry, because in many minority neighborhoods, people are going nuts with this stuff. Totally. They're being, yeah, they're being inundated. Push came to shove and they're just yeah. they're lying on the ground not doing anything. So the only place I've seen that hasn't complained about this, and maybe the numbers have been relatively small, but I have every faith that Jim Kenney is so cocky and out of control, he would embrace this and he would do it even if he were inundated with people. I wish I knew the governor in Texas, like, come on, you know, in this last month or two, let's get more here in Philadelphia. Let's see what Jim Kenney would do. <laughs> Go off to Wegmans, uh, might be some wine there, et cetera. But uh, yeah, imagine Venezuela in which zoo animals were being eaten, et cetera, is better than dealing with what they had to deal with in Chicago. They want to go back to that. And the bottom line is because the residents there, on paper, they want to be a sanctuary city. Knock yourself out. New York doesn't want to be that anymore. Why are they clinging to it? Well, because of the fact that they figure that uh, that's a virtue signal. Sanctuary city, everybody in power. The mayor is insulated from it. That is stunning. That ought to be enough of a reversal there. How could people want to go back to Venezuela? All right, let's go to um, Tom and Percasy. Tom's in on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Tom, afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Hey, great show. Uh, I'm going to throw something in there real quick when you were talking about the concussions. Yes. Uh, I'm a retired police officer. All these guys that play football from college on up know about concussions. The risk they take, as in police officers, the risk they take uh, every day to go to work, and they we still did. Well, uh, of, 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 of course, I hear you, and there's a lot more that they gain by it. But you know what? I would say, right. Tom, there's a lot more certitude that they're going to get some repercussion like that than, thank God, cops would get. Yeah, if you're, well, you're absolutely right. They're entertainers, and that's what we brought you for. But yeah. So anyway, so. This is a kind of a two, two-fold thing, and hopefully it doesn't steal any of the quote-unquote thunder. But I was a police officer in the Lehigh Valley, and there was a faculty versus NBA players event where Chocolate Thunder was there, Daryl Dawkins, and we actually set up a set up a spoof arrest warrant to go arrest him for breaking the backboard. <laughs> well, it took... It took it took three sets of handcuffs to put his arms behind his back. He was a great uh, it, it was just unbelievable. Uh, well, but, I, I so wish that, I could put up on Twitter. I can't find it. The picture of Joey Vento with Daryl Dawkins at Philly International Airport. We all flew back from the flight from Phoenix. We were there for an immigration thing. Dawkins was coming right. back, and they sat next to each other in first class. That, oh, my God. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, so my, the one that I saw in real life was uh, Army-Navy game. I think it was 2008. Um, we were in Lot K, tailgating. I'm a Marine. My daughter is in ROTC at Villanova at the time. My buddy's kids were both cadets at West Point. And we're standing out in Lot K having some beverages and food. And we look up and approach in the stadium to Link Field, and 95 couldn't have been 100 yards above the stadium, but it was Air Force One with Bush in it. And he did a wingtip 
and then landed in Philly and came to the game. It was one of wow. the best flyovers I ever saw. That is that is a great one. That yeah, it is very rare. All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. That's what we're looking for. Dawkins breaking the backboard. If you can imagine, first time that it was recorded, really. Uh, glass all over the place. He went on to do it a few times, I think, and I forget if they came up with a different rim or something uh, away from that. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, I think, may have done it. I think there have been seven times it may have happened. It might just be the two of them have the whole seven times. Uh, no, it's like random guys who do some kind of tomahawk or whatever, come flying oh, in. Really? At that kind of, I think. You can look up yeah, and I, see I, I, who are the ones that have actually uh, broken a backboard. The rifleman, Chuck Connors, did it, and they think it was on crooked. That's how he was able to do it. He's a strong guy, but I don't think he would have broken the back. I can't imagine. In 1941. 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you uh, get. I'm surprised at the Kyrie Irving, though. Hey, what I'm not surprised about is this. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Make your own bets or choose from tons of pre-made bets in the app. Same game parways give you a chance for a better payout. With live betting, you get updated odds on games that have already started. Get your winnings paid fast. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. I really like the FanDuel app. So easy to use. Wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit fanduel.com slash dom. Fanduel.com slash D-O-M. Do that this NFL season. Fanduel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHD. Fanduel official partner of the NFL. Get to be 21 plus, president Pennsylvania. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I see some good contenders here. Give us a moment. You may have witnessed it, or most of us witnessed it, so it would be more recent. This is the day that Daryl Dawkins uh, first shattered a backboard. And that was witnessed somewhat by people. There's Sixers. I think it was, it couldn't have been a play. It might have been a play. No, it wouldn't be a playoff game at this time. They're playing Kansas City. All right, that uh, going on. I have Henry, and I, this guy's much in demand. We're trying to get on a California sheriff making news, Sacramento County, Target, the national Target, and I believe it's their policy. They want him to help them thwart shoplifters, retail theft, shrinkage. The problem is they want to dictate how they'll do it, meaning. You apparently can't arrest them in the store. You can't use handcuffs. 
You can't process them anywhere near there. In other words, there's a whole laundry list. This guy is saying that uh, we don't tell big retail how to do their jobs. They shouldn't tell us how to do ours. In other words, they're being hurt. All these politically correct woke companies like Target and the rest, they're being hurt by this big time, particularly in places like California, here in Philadelphia, in Washington. uh, Stores there had pictures of toilet paper, not even putting toilet paper behind an enclosed, uh, you know, something where somebody has to get the key so you can get it. They just had pictures of it there. Then you have to order it almost when you go into a convenience store. So they want law enforcement. They're turning up the pressure. Well, what about law enforcement? And this sheriff uh, is saying that, uh, you know what? Uh, his name is uh, Cooper, Sheriff Jim Cooper. They're not going to follow this type of operation. It's not safe. He's saying they uh, frequently were hit by people who are homeless, known transients. Remember last week we had on the chief of police over in Marple Newtown or Marple, six miles above Philadelphia. And he told us that they are cracking down on these people coming in from Philadelphia. And they're welcome there by stores. They're not telling them you can't do X, Y, or Z. They just want protection against this. And it's coming from Philadelphia, of course. I don't know where that's coming from in California, the politics of that part. But again, These companies want it both ways. They're being murdered. I mean, you just can't continue to put up with these losses. And the police aren't talking about tactics that are out of bounds. Normal police work, though, to be secure, to make this follow the laws and protect them and everybody else. That's what they want to follow. Target thinks uh, you let them get outside magically. You don't use handcuffs, so you don't do anything else, and you're able to stop this. It's amazing, but this is exactly the type of mentality they don't want. Just like Chicago, talking about them with people that are uh, coming from Venezuela. They want to be known as a sanctuary city, but they don't want to deal with the consequence of it. And the consequence of it is it doesn't work. And the governor of Texas and somewhat Ron DeSantis have proven that. Remember Martha's Vineyard? They can't handle it. No one could handle it. New York City can't handle it. But Chicago, people wanting to leave to go back to Venezuela. I don't know that people in New York are saying that. They took them to a kind of a remote spot uh, out in Queens or something like that, and people have rejected that. You're just seeing that this does not work. Why continue to do this? Because they were inflicting it on all those small towns, relatively small towns, in Texas. And as long as those people had to put up with it, They were saying they're racist or any other negative term. Now, all of a sudden, the big cities have to put up with it, and they're being told, make it stop. No, it's not going to stop until you stop this at the border. And the Biden administration is not going to do that in any way, shape, or form. Even if we're a month or two out from the election, I don't see them doing it. I think some of it is now they would have trouble doing it. In addition, their instinct is not to do it. They've already gone this far. All right, let me go to David in Somerset. David's in on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, David. Afternoon to you. Hey, Dom. How are you? Good. um, By the way, the breaking backboards, uh, Jerome Lane from Pittsburgh also broke a backboard, the the University Ah, of Pittsburgh. I could see that. He was like a... Jerome? uh, Yeah, Jerome Lane. He was like a six-foot-seven, six-foot-eight power forward who was known as you're not going to move him. Yeah. Yeah, and and after that, they put in a collapsible rim with a spring in it, and I know this because my friend was a college basketball coach, Division three level. And boy, the kids love pulling on that rim. <laughs> well, yeah, but why, why did these why did these geniuses? Every court that I play on now, they think everybody's going to be dunking a ball. Put a double rim. You know how hard it is to shoot on a double rim. It's ridiculous. Yeah, really annoying. Well, uh, annoying. Hey, why, do I, why do I have frail on on ATM machines? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my point that I'm going to make to you, Dom, is, and I've been trying to call into all the shows. Ronna McDaniels is, is in her position to lose. Well, I, but, uh, I, tell I, I really me what, what, have in my mind that she, 
Why did Trump support her then? You had Harmy Dillon there. It would have been a great choice. I know. I know. I, it, it, that's one of those perplexing things about him that I'm a supporter, but you're like, what, what are you doing? And I think she's there to lose. I think that she's there not to, you know, the, the points you make are, are perfect. When I listen to you, you know, the beginning of the show today, and they're, they're absolutely spot on. They're not putting any effort into this. They're just kind of like, they're like a team just kind of going through the motions, you know? Well, I, okay. I, I seem to think Whatever. that, and look, I can't get on in the one that we have some cloud here in Pennsylvania. Uh, he used to come on, but it's, it's way past that. The chairman. But the point that uh, Ethan made in this, Dave, and I'm glad you picked up on it, the Democrats, as people are walking out last Tuesday, were registering people who had voted on Election Day and asking them, isn't it better to get a mail-in ballot? You know you'll do it. It's 100 percent. They're out there with iPods doing this. I mean, iPads. What are we doing? We're going, what the hell happened here? Right. We're, we're reactive. They're proactive. Yeah, I, the, look, way the way it. to win is you got to give credit to the opponent if you're going to defeat them. And that's when you got to figure out how can we do better. Dave, what is it you yeah, witnessed that you saw that you think was amazing? In 1979, uh, my dad was kind of a fan of Woody Hayes, and uh, I oh. saw him punch the kid from Clemson. Yes. And I, I'm like, Pop, he just punched him. And my father's like, no, he didn't. And then we watched the replay, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Pop, he punched him. Guy intercepts the ball. His name was Charlie Bowman. I know that because he had gone to the school where I was teaching, Triton Regional High School. I wonder whatever happened to him. And Woody Hayes couldn't take it when he came by and he decked him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you very much. That was it for Woody Hayes. Uh, Henry, Woody Hayes knowledge? No? I can't say that. Uh, If it was pouring rain out, that's when he liked to practice, saying, if you're going to fight in the North Atlantic, you got to practice in the North Atlantic. Can you imagine? That's a a true football guy right there. Oh, but this is way beyond, you know, the forward past did not exist. And this is like in the mid to late 70s, early 80s through there. No forward past. He might run 60 times a game. Ohio wow. State, yeah. Oh, wow. Smash mouth football. I like but it that. was it was near the end, and this kid intercepts a ball, Bowman. I don't know what team. Clemson. Yeah, I think it was Clemson. Clemson. He's uh, running, and I think he gets knocked out of bounds near the Ohio State sideline. Woody Hayes runs over and punches him. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> In Philadelphia, if Nick Mariani did that to a Dallas Cowboy, oh, man, oh let's gosh. make him coach for life. <laughs> Oh, God. And how about, uh, I completely forgot about the uh, send it in. Did I say Mariana? What the heck am I? Sirianni. I was combining that with the former coach, Mariucci. I mean, you know. But how about the uh, the send it in Jerome Dunk? Who could forget about that? I don't know how I forgot about that. Yeah. Great call. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, Jerome Lane was uh, power forward extraordinaire. Yep. Did you find the other people? Who are the people that chattered it backward? Shaq, I think, was one, right? Yeah, Shaq and. Daryl Dawkins, of course, and then there's Chuck Connors here. Uh, <laughs> I Gus, told you. Gus Johnson of the Baltimore Bullets. I could see that. All-time strong guy. Charlie Hentz shattered two backboards in the same game. on November. Charlie who? Charlie Hentz in okay. the ABA. All right. He shattered two backboards in the same game on November 6th, 1970, and that resulted in the game being canceled. Yeah, it must have been defect. I don't remember a Charlie Hentz henceforth and all that. No. Yeah. Uh, Gus Johnson, I could see. He could jump, and he was just enormously strong. Yeah, he, he, he was uh, almost he a three. Hall of Famer. He broke three backboards. Wow. So, And Chuck Connors, the rifleman. Does it say the date that he did it? Uh, it does not, no. I, I may have apologized. It couldn't be 19. I think it was 1941. I think it's 41. All right, Henry, practice your rifle stuff for tomorrow's show. All right. All right, here we go. 855-839-1210. You get in. It is the lightning round. These have been great today. Get in with that. Hit us with your best shot, and we'll see. We'll have a winner here at the end. Uh, the uh, Trump team mounts their defense today in the New York civil fraud trial. Um, he's already lost on this. I think it's just a question of how much they'll be hit. I mean, the judge is already wrong. This is a, beyond a kangaroo court. This will be on appeal for years. Question is, yeah, they're trying to stop Trump from doing business in New York, trying to make this even more impossible. It backfires. They'll continue to lead toward the nomination. All right. Uh, how many 
healthcare providers or anybody in business do you know that would schedule downtime in the middle of their day for team training? Gives you an idea of how much Dr. Bentz is on top of great dental care for you because that's what he does. And he does it to ensure that he and his staff are well-versed in all the latest technology when he invests in new state-of-the-art equipment, which is all the time. One of the latest investments is this TRIOS 5 scanner. The TRIOS 5 has an incredible design, reduces the potential for patients gagging or experiencing discomfort during the impression-taking process. Now, you know, I've said it used to annoy me, the impression-taking process. No, I didn't never gag, but I mean, for people who do, it's, they don't want to go to the dentist. That's taken care of. And then on to great dental care for you, your teeth, the fit. We kid about that, uh, the 3D um, on-site uh, lab that gets to work, but it is remarkable when you see it in action. All in one place, no middlemen. It's Dr. Benz, my dentist. You can see all this, make the appointment too. Get that initial appointment going, whatever it might be. Now's the time to take care of it before we get into the holidays. BentzDentalGroup.com, BentzDentalGroup.com, or call them at 610-272-6949, 610-272-6949. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. Yes, that is right, the lightning round. Great answers today. It's going to be hard to decide a winner. Let's make it harder here. Daryl Dawkins shattered that first backboard that we know of. In 1979, in this day in history, something you saw, it doesn't have to be sports, that was unbelievable to you. You know, you didn't have to see it in person. Let's go to uh, Drew in Upper Darby. Drew, what's yours? Hey, Dom, thank you so much. Um, It's uh, circa October 1980. uh, Future President Reagan just got just got done making a speech at Upper Darby High School back when Upper Darby was solid and red. And my buddies and I, is right before I went in the military, we're hanging on the corner. We got our courts, and and he, on the way back from the high school to the airport, he had to go by our corner. And he pulled right up to us, not even two feet away. Dommy, he rolled down the window, and said, "How are you, young men, doing tonight?" <laughs> we were like, "Whoa, the Gipper." <laughs> How did he look? Was it was the hair? Did it look dyed, or was it uh, his color? Man, he he looked like he was ready for uh, the, the front pages of, of Hollywood magazine. Man, <laughs> good stuff, Drew. That is a oh, I love this answer too. The Earl of Tacony. All right, Earl, what do you have today? Hey, Dom, do you have uh, time for a quick story, or should I get right to the point? A quick story. Okay, uh, did you know that uh, Kmart is still active in Australia? And uh, ham is a real big thing for Australian Christmases. So Kmart was selling bags for uh, Christmas hams. You store them in the bag and then you store them in the refrigerator. And it had a Merry Christmas logo on it. Except it said Merry H-A-M-M-A-S. Hammas. Uh, Except it looked like Hamas. Oh, uh, I heard this. Yes. Oh, my God. Regrettable. But Regrettable, yeah. Just bad timing. But um, my uh, answer for the side question is uh, when uh, Chris Rock was uh, hosting the Oscars wearing a COVID face mask that looked like Will Smith's hand. Yeah, well, did you think it was a stunt in the beginning? It was hard to say. I mean, the fact that he just stood there and just stared, um, I I couldn't tell if he was just dumbfounded or whether it was all part of the shtick. I I mean, the whole event, it was was just a catch-22. Is it isn't? You couldn't tell because... You know, he was just shocked, but was he playing along? You yeah, couldn't tell. These people that say they knew instantly it was real, I think it was real. But I think hard to tell. That is a good one. We thought that was amazing for days. Uh, Jim in Wilmington. How about yours, Jim? Yeah, Dom, how you doing? Good. Uh, um, mine is, like most people, I didn't see the first plane crash into... The tower, but uh, in live, real time, I saw the second plane uh, crash into the real the, the second tower, and it was just amazing to me that it, like it, none of the parts like you know bounced off like the, when you see like a car accident or whatever. It just like disappeared, except for a fireball then spit out, like if it disappeared behind a big cloud. Good stuff, uh, Jim. Yeah, the second. 
Uh, I had told the story too many times. I was called in to do the show immediately after that because I was watching it. Uh, amazing that day. All right, Robert and Ben Salem. Robert might be our last hitter. What do you have, Robert? No problem, and I'll be quick, Tom. If you're a Republican and you didn't vote, please do mail-in ballots. If you're a Republican and you didn't vote, but you took the time to fill out a publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes, you need to be cuffed upside your head. Um, my answer... <laughs> We're going to be knocking door to door with that one. You're right. Ed McMahon ain't coming to your house, but Joe Biden is. Okay? Yes. Um, my answer to the side question is the first thing I remember seeing, Dom, the moon landing. Yeah, that is a great one. All right, Henry, I need some uh, finalists here. Take your time, maybe three or four of them, and then we'll yeah. parse them out. These were pretty good today, and uh, you learned about the Rifleman. I'm sure I'm seeing yeah. on social media. <laughs> well, I don't know. It'll be on the producer's test with Greg Stocker. Oh, Who's the Rifleman? Go ahead, Henry. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's a lot of good answers yeah. today. I mean, I'll try and pick ones that are more out of the box. I did yeah. like uh, Gregory and Ben Salem when he – talked about something that happened yes. on your show I mean, and timed I, it when i was talking about it yeah yes. i mean it couldn't have come at a more yeah. perfect time i think that's got to be on there uh frank and south philly with the you know wilson good bombing the zoom and letting yes. the whole block burn i think that is you know just a crazy crazy visual and uh man i really have a soft spot for bruce in the northeast with that uh the connie mack story I mean, the the game's still going on, and then they're out there just ripping chairs out of the ground and <laughs> taking things down. The only thing is we didn't see it's a little bit before we yeah. had visuals on that. I yeah, know about it. Problem, I knew the yeah. description. It was a good one, though. Real good. Awesome. I mean, if I had to give another, I have to right. drew an upper Darby with the Ronald Reagan story. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, it was. I want to go with the Wilson Good thing. All right. And the, the guy in the call, what impressed me, it wasn't just bombing it. His description was accurate. They dropped a satchel, if you can imagine, like a satchel. Satchel. Like, you know, something you go shopping with now and you have to put your stuff in. Let's yeah. put a bomb in it and drop it on the uh, Crazy. bunker. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Snow was on the screen at Wilson Goods TV. He was afraid of being assassinated. All right. That's a winner today. Oh, we got one we've been really waiting on tomorrow on the side question. Some great guests stopping by. Thanks to Henry and Jim today. Follow me on Twitter until then at DomShow1210 at DomShow1210. Rich Cioli is next for four big hours. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom Giordano, weekdays 9 till noon on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.